It is Paint the Town Dead, episode 45. 45? Wow. 45. Uh, my name is Andrew. And my name is Caitlin. And we are here again, despite the world. Um, so last week, we talked about our hopes and dreams of 2021. My first thing I said, I think, I'm pretty sure. Yes, was, was one of the first things, at least. Was literally a return to normalcy, especially politically. So apparently Andrew, that's Andrew, out the window. Did that happen? <laughs> no, the very opposite happened. Things got way worse. I think you're right. Um, I, if you have anything but contempt for what happened at the Capitol. We need words. You're a bad person straight up, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, five people are dead. Yeah. One, including, is a uh, Capitol Police officer who was beaten to death by the rioters, by the terrorists, uh, with a fire extinguisher, beaten to death. I did not read that. Is this true? That is true. Holy cow. Um, so five people died, four directly at the hands of the rioters. One, the police officer. Um, another was one who was climbing up the scaffolding to get into the Capitol. There are stairs. Uh, and they fell and died from wow. their injuries. Wow. Um, there was a woman who died. Uh, she was shot. trampled to death. Oh, there was one who was shot. I'm talking oh, about people who one. were killed directly by the rioters. Oh, wow. Which are the police officer, the scaffolding climbing guy, a woman who was trampled to death mm-hmm. while carrying a flag that was the Gadsden flag. What's the Gadsden flag? Don't tread on me. It is the don't tread on me and she was trampled to death. And I don't she know was, what she, she was, was tread on. I don't know what she was doing there. I don't know if she was one of the people who was actually storming the Capitol or if she just got caught up in it yeah. with all the other people and they trampled her. Wow, it worked out. And then there's the guy who died by accidentally tasering himself in the balls while looting a painting from the Capitol what? and having a heart attack and dying. I did read somewhere. I don't think it was your dad. I'm not sure. Potentially. Posted something that it wasn't actually, he didn't actually get tased, but he was doing the other stuff. He just happened to have pre-existing comorbidities as far as like heart disease. I don't know. And he just happened to, you know, in the excitement of it all, his heart couldn't handle it and he had a heart attack. And so, yeah, by his, own, by his own hand though, it seems. Yeah, something he did. Yeah, something. And like. the other person was the woman who was shot by yeah. Capitol Police Which, or Secret Service. I think it was Secret Service. Because as they were trying to break into the chambers yes. where our elected officials were. And where, the vice president. Like, what do you expect is going to happen? The Secret Service did their job. And uh, John said there was a video and they repeatedly said, you need to back off. You need to, you know, do not enter here. You need, like, they gave repeated warnings about... We will shoot. And she kept proceeding into the chamber. And right. unfortunately, they, they did their job and they protected who they were charged to protect. There's a lot of controversy over the last year or so yeah. and more recently yeah. um, about justified shootings by various officers of the law at whatever level. Right. There's a lot of controversy. Uh, I, I'm i going to say a person trying to break into assault, kidnap, or murder our elected officials bad, bad that's a what did you expect yeah especially when you were told do not come in here you will get shot i, I don't think there's there should be any controversy to what happened there yeah but anyway it's it's been a dark time very much so i hope we can get past it me too again if you are on the side of we need to talk. The rioters of the people who are essentially domestic terrorists. If you're yes. on their side, 
I don't know what to tell you. They they believe in things that are dumb and bad and wrong and evil. Yes, and so. e- and one of them was from Arkansas, which uh, our page posted that one uh, domestic terrorist was arrested in Arkansas. Grab it, Arkansas. Yeah, people are getting arrested constantly. Yes, they're all on the no fly list, which is crazy. But I mean, it is a federal it is a federal offense. This is yeah. not a state. This is a federal offense, which There's, is way higher than a state offense. Yes, so. Um, I assume. F- I mean, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. F- FBI, I mean, the FBI gets involved. Yes. Uh, we'll actually talk about the FBI quite a bit on this episode <gasps> and maybe some of the ways the FBI has changed in some ways, it's kind mm-hmm. of, which are actually like sort of interesting. Cool. Um, so uh, unless you got anything else, I think we should get into it. Let's do it. Um, this is very much an Andrew episode. Oh, boy. Here we it go. It is 19th century oh time. Boy. So oh, boy. We're going At least for back. part of it. 19th and 20th century. Which is... Sorry, which is 18 and 1900s? Yes. There you go. Yeah, so... Again, not a historian. <laughs> and this this one will be uh, this one will be a little more fun, I think, oh. generally. Wait, so nobody dies? N- no, it's just been a while. Oh. <laughs> It'll be... There's there's some interesting history, okay, and it's also, like history. also some, some trotting around stuff. And okay. so this will be episode 45, <gasps> and it'll be about... 45? 45. 45. Wow. And it's about Frank jelly nash oh this has been on the list for a little bit we start february 6th of 1887 we are going to wow. bird's eye indiana which is where that's not arkansas no calm down <laughs> we're gonna be in arkansas in like the next line on oh, my paper okay here. okay okay um that's where this guy frank nash aka jelly which was short for jelly bean oh that's so cute i know what a, what a cutesy name oh for my gosh, I love your who's name. Almost certainly going to be a terrible person. Oh. You know how this works. <laughs> He's these, been here before. With these old-timey ones. Um, his father is named John Nash, and he's, he's like a hotel owner. He starts up hotels. Isn't that s- the name of somebody that's famous? John Nash? Yeah. I'm looking it up now. I know Continue. Steve Nash and Kevin Nash. Maybe I think it's Steve Nash. Steve who's Nash, that? the basketball player. Oh, okay. Kevin Nash is a wrestler. Gotcha. His nickname is Big Sexy. Oh, John Forbes Nash was an American mathematician who made fundamental contributions to game theory, differential geometry, and the study of partial differential equations. He was the life of the party. Sounds um, this like is, it. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, John Nash, the hotel man, is not going to be that popular, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Wait. What? He's the guy that A Beautiful Mind is based off of. Okay. I think. Yeah, movies, Inside a Beautiful Mind, Schizophrenia. Okay. All right. Well, then you've actually heard of a John Nash for realsies. For real. But I don't think it's the same John it's Nash. It's definitely not the same one. Okay, go ahead now. So he started up hotels in southern towns, such as Paragold and Jonesboro, Arkansas. Can I just say something here? Paragold's the worst? No, Paragold's not the worst. But oh. the worst people come from Paragold. I'm willing to go tomato, tomato on that. You can say either one of the things we just said about Paragold. Suck it. <laughs> Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing against Paragold itself. Nothing wrong with people that immigrate to Paragold, but, or whatever. I say yes. Why would you go there? Well. You're better than that. Some people have jobs. Yeah, and that, they're probably okay, better Okay, listen, than my friend Kim has, is, a, is, is a good person that lives there now. She's not from there. She's from Moralton. And it's okay. Oh, Moralton. She, oh. she gets a pass. No wonder she went to Paragold. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he also started like a hotel in like, um place called hobart oklahoma which is like mm. the most southern country sounding word hobart. name hobart 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 it's like a marmaduke 
It's like, oh, that is a, yeah. That's a very... That's an Arkansas town, That's a That's a town name you can't say without a southern accent. Like, uh, uh, like uh, Marmaduke. Yeah, with like a, an ex- or like ex- old exaggerated trough. one. O- old trough. That's yeah. a... Old trough. Going down it? there to Marmaduke. An old trough. That's a, that's an Arkansas town. We went on Oil. down yonder to Marmaduke, and I done got me some cattle. I'll tell you what. <laughs> i tell you what. So, okay. um, Frank's mother <laughs> was named Alta... And she was John Nash's second wife. Oh. He would eventually take a third. Wait, at the same time? Not at the same time. Okay. I don't think they were Mormons. Oh, okay. And uh, so Frank, he has two sisters and two stepbrothers. And they lived in Perigold, Boo, uh, from 1893 to 1896. Then moved to Jonesboro for a short while. And then moved off to Hobart, Oklahoma. Jonesboro's not so bad. There there are good things about Jonesboro. Yeah, especially ASU. compared to Perigold. Get your wolves up. Paragold. And Frank would work at his father's hotels generally. And he joins the United States Army from 1904 to 1907. And when he gets out, he is... He's, a, he's generally a very likable person. He's got the nickname Jellybean. How, That's so how, cute. I know. How jelly adorable. Bean. Little Jellybean. What a cutie. Um, but eventually he falls into a life of crime. Uh, okay. His first conviction is going to come in 1913 when him and a friend named nolly humpy i'm sorry what humpy nolly humpy humpy is his nickname oh yeah still weird yeah everybody had nicknames back then like every single person you read about it's like so and so in parentheses or not parentheses uh quotation marks yeah yeah. nickname the last name name. like frank jelly nash wow i don't like humpy I don't either. <laughs> I don't I don't know if he had like a hunchback or something. No. Mm. So those two, they decide mm. to steal a thousand dollars from a store in Oklahoma. How much is that today, Mike? Eighteen thousand dollars roughly. You did it. You did it. All right. Wow, that's quite a bit. Yeah. And Frank, he's like, Okay, we gotta hide this evidence. And Humpy goes out there with him and starts to starts to dig the hole and Frank Nash shoots him in the back. Oh my and god. Kills him. <gasps> Jelly. <laughs> Jelly, you son of a gun. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Uh, but eventually, Nash would be caught pretty short. Like, just a few hours later, they'd catch up to him, arrest him, and he'd be sentenced to life in prison in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. And that is the story of Frank Jelly Nash. No, it isn't. Is that it? It should have been. Oh, no. So, he ends up getting his sentence reduced because he convinces the warden in Oklahoma that he wants to go fight in World War One. He's lying. Listen, he shot a guy in the back. You can't trust this if dude. If he shot his friend in the back, imagine how many Germans he'll shoot in the back. None. Zero. So many. Because he he's j- not going to go. So, he um, <laughs> he signs his military registration card on June 12th, 1918. He's going to be released in August of 1918. And he gets sent over to Belleau Wood in France. I'm guessing at Wait, the... Wait, let me see it. I want, I want to... I took, fr- I took two years of French. I was in AP French class, so... Okay. Um, Hold on. Let me bold this. Highlight eight. it. I guess yeah. I could look on, on my own computer. You could. But I'm not going to. But who would do something so simple? Okay. This is... Below wood? Below. Below. Be- or below. Below. Okay. So, he's going to be stationed there. Um... But he's not really going to see any action because the f- main fighting that happened there yeah. has ended in June. He hasn't been sent over until Until August. August, Yeah. And the war itself would be over on November 11th of 1918. 
aka Armistice Day, so aka that, what is now known as Veterans Day. So does that mean he have to go? He has to go back to prison after it's finished, or what? It doesn't seem like he has to go back to prison. I, what? what? So yeah, because he's he just comes back and it's like I got my sentence done because I fought in the war. But of. he didn't even do anything. He didn't do anything, and that seems like a bad system yeah, for does. doing things gross, ever. Gross, gross, gross. But yeah. Uh, so we fast forward a couple years to 1920, and he's still doing crimes. For that was 100 insta- years ago. Yes, it was. I can do math. He is convicted of burglary by using explosives. What? You gotta blow up the safe. Get oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. safe cracking. Gotcha. But he gets caught, and he's sentenced to 25 years back at his old home, the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. He's back. And then... He gets a reduced sentence again. No. They they change it to only five years in prison. Wow. Because They're he overrun. becomes a trustee. What does that mean? Oh, he's so, an informant. Sort of, yeah. So a trustee, it's spelled with a Y, not with two E's at the end. Uh-huh. And it is a system that was used by prisons in which they would get, give like certain prisoners authority over the other prisoners so they to were, dole out punishments. They such. were prefects. I guess so, except like, weren't that? Except you're in prison. Except, yeah, except you're not in a castle, you're in a prison. You're in a, ca- you're in this hellish castle where the stairs just move willy-nilly. You know, okay, prefects is a, I learned that it's a like a British thing. It's not, it's not a Harry Potter, like strictly Harry Potter thing. Just like love potions that, um, where you roofie people, that's just normal British stuff. Exactly. That's exactly right. No, but I thought prefects was just a totally, um, Harry sure. Potter concept. It is not. It, it happens in like all sorts of schools. I learned that hmm. over in the UK area. And they also have uh, stairways that randomly move in most of their schools. Every school is a magic school over there. So, well, no, not magic. They just have moving stairs. Oh, okay. You can just do that with hydraulics or something. Sure. You build a machine that just moves things around. It's like when I was in the the Titanic play and we built a hydraulic giant hydraulic boat and it sank. Exactly. That was cool. That it's exactly like that. That sounds pretty high, high rent for uh, for Jonesboro. Yeah, for like a little Jonesboro play. It was it was pretty legit. It was it was some good talent there. They got a good thing going on at the uh, at the um. Wow, I just totally had whatever a brain it was fart. called. Yeah, I remember going there once. I parked at a bank. What'd you go there for? Uh, you were doing a show. The Wind in the Willows. Is that? I don't think is that what it's called. What's the one where it's like fairy tales, but dark and horrible? Like Into the Woods? Oh, that, that was at Jonesboro High School. I, I went to I a different played, one then. I played in the pit. What did I go to a different thing for? The Wind in the Willows. I was in. Maybe I played it in it. Okay. It that's Mr. what it was. To- it was Mr. So, yeah. Toad. and Yeah, I did go to that. Yeah, I parked at that. There's like a parking lot for Iberia Bank. Yes. I don't know if it's still there, but I think they so. destroyed something. To- the Forum. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Not FedEx Forum in Memphis. No. Um, okay, back so, to yeah, the story. Uh, the up, trusty, the story. trusty system Prefect. actually originated in everybody's favorite state of Mississippi. Because the if state... It, was, it originated there, just strike it. Just, yeah. It's not good. Um, so Why the prisons there, they were forced to make a profit by the state. Wow. How did they do this? Please tell me. I am curious. They used prisoners on a farm that they owned. Something sort of like a plantation, maybe. Wow. Where they could make a profit from the farm work 
without paying anybody. Wow. We have a word for that. Slavery. Yes. And this is well after, uh, you know, the Civil War. But here's the thing, So though. it's constantly trying to find new ways to do more slavery. Uh, but, they're, but they're convicted people. They're felons. But, you know, that's a um, constitutional violation. If I ever heard one of cruel and unusual punishment... Uh, you can't make people work for no money. Well, can't they, they still make prisoners. it work? Can't you? Now they just make like 50 cents like they a, do, an hour or something. They do right? what it, yeah. It's not much. That's a whole other controversy. But these uh, these tr- trusty systems are now outlawed. Okay. They're, uh, it's they probably started, good. Probably they good started thing. being outlawed in the 70s. Oh. And the last one went out in the 80s in Texas. Of course. So um, Nash is going to be released a couple years later on December 29th, 1992. Happy New Year. And he decides. Did you, did you say 1992? Uh, maybe, but I meant 22. Okay. I thought, uh, okay. I said December 29th, so maybe that's what happened. Okay. I, 1922. I certainly meant to say 22. Okay. I was like, holy cow, he served a really long sentence. And he has so much more life to live. Well, he's going oh. to join up with some bank robbers called the Al Spencer Gang. Dude, come on, Al. Come on, Jelly. And in August uh, August 20th of 1923, they rob a postal train in a place called Okessa, Oklahoma, I believe is how you say that. Okay. And yes, he, it is. It is Oklahoma. You got it that is def- right. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he flees to Juarez, Mexico, oh. where he gets married. And part of the idea, supposedly he had another wife already what? from like Oklahoma. <laughs> but, you know. Um, but we, we have... We don't know who she was if he did. His wife in Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay. We also don't know who this wife was. In Juarez? Yeah. Okay. And the idea was that he would get this marriage license and then falsify the date on it so that he would have an alibi for the train robbery. Doesn't work. He's yucky. He's really (laughs) yucky. Eventually, he ends up in America, gets arrested in 1924. And um, so him and three other members of that there, Spencer Gang, they, re- they receive 25-year sentences, and they are imprisoned at the Federal Penitentiary in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. But let me guess. He, hey. <laughs> he gets a reduced sentence. This is probably the dumbest one. Oh. He does not get a reduced sentence, but it's going to be way dumber, I think. Okay. So he becomes the deputy warden's chef and handyman. Does he poison him? Oh, no. No. It's going to be dumber than that. Okay. It's going to be so much, it's going to be so simple. It's so dumb. Okay. So he ends up getting the like the prison's trust. Of course. He's like, a trustee. Like way too much. Yeah. He's a con man. <laughs> yeah. People are too gullible. Maybe they were more gullible back then. Maybe not. Maybe I was spouting off about people being gullible about conspiracy stuff. So maybe they're just as gullible now. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, but they sent him on an errand. Outside the prison yeah. on October 19th, 1930. He just never comes back. Well, <laughs> I mean, you gave him his out. Like, what are you doing? I mean, they should have looked at this history. It's like, I mean, okay. Right? You would think. Okay. So he flees to a place known as Chicago, Illinois. I've heard of that. Yeah. They've I think had, they've been there. They've, they had maybe some history of crime back in the 20s and the 30s. They had mobs. That's right. And when he gets there, he um, he joins when he hangs out with a lady named Frances Luce. Luce, I'm not sure how you'd say this. Okay. L U C E, Luce, maybe. So he hangs out with her, and um, continues doing crimes as he tends to do. Well, it, he, what what is her what is her importance? Is she she connected to the underworld? 
It just says she was a barmaid. Maybe you met her at a mob hangout. Oh, okay. Maybe she was like a, yeah. She's kind of a scuzzy, scuzzy Maybe so. lady. So December 1931, he goes back to Kansas Ooh. and he assists in the escape of seven prisoners from Fort Leavenworth where he had been That's previously where imprisoned. His buddies. That's where his buddies are. Yeah. How do he do it? I don't know. He, uh. I, yeah. So May 26, 1933, uh, Francis and Frank Nash, they get married. Uh, they don't tell Nash's alleged two other wives. I'll say, wait, he's already married. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he could just do whatever in 1933, apparently. Third time's a charm. And they adopt the name Moore. M-O-O-R-E. Frank Moore. Yeah, like Frank Moore and Francis Moore. Frank and Francis. And like people of the time also like to do, who are mobsters, they like to hang out in that there Hot Springs, Arkansas. <gasps> That's a place that we've heard of. Exactly. It's a place we've been. So, you know, criminals are known to do that. It, it was a very big time organized crime hangout back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they they do that a lot. They'll go down, hang out in the spring, probably go to the bathhouses and all that. Whatever you do there. Maybe gamble, probably. I don't yeah, know, all those things. You still do that. You still do those things today. Yeah, gambling's back in a big way in Hot Springs. It is. So June 15th, 1933. Two FBI agents from Oklahoma City named Agents Joe Lackey and Frank Smith. Oh my God, I was going to say Agent Smith. Holy cow. They learned that Jelly Bean is in Hot Springs. <laughs> so they go to Hot Springs accompanied by the police chief of McAllister, Oklahoma, um, because at the time, FBI agents weren't allowed to arrest people. Oh. Interesting, right? That is interesting. They basically just investigated. Oh. And then they would get somebody else to do the arresting. They had no authority, really? They just invested. Basically. They also weren't supposed to. They were like federal to, private eyes. They also weren't supposed to carry firearms, but sometimes they did anyway. Interesting. Probably yeah. best. And um, so they just, you know, they, that's all they could do. They'd either have to get a, like a, a local police officer or a U.S. marshal to the, do the actual arresting. Gotcha. And um, so the next day, June 16th, they go down there with the help of Reed they arrest Frank Nash and they drive up to Fort Smith, Arkansas. Cream <gasps> bad things happen yeah. around Fort Smith. So, well, nothing happens here. Oh, okay. Because they, they all get on a train for Kansas City. Did they make it? Um, yes. And the eventual idea is that they're going to take him all the way back to Fort Leavenworth, which is um, like a 40-minute drive northwest from Kansas City these days. I don't know about back then, but they were going to go there and drive there. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's like it's like on the border, but to the north. Um, so, word of Frank Nash's capture gets around in the underworld, along with the destination of where that train is going. <gasps> no. So, some gangsters decided they were going to try and free him in Kansas City. Whoa. We start with Vernon Miller, who uh, former World War One vet, who I thought this is interesting. He was a former sheriff in South Dakota. Interesting. He got bored and decided to be a, co- a criminal gangster hmm. instead. Okay. Well, that was a 180. Yeah. Like he went and hung out in like St. Paul, Minnesota and Chicago as a, as a gunner, Saint as they call it. St. Paul, them. Minnesota? Why? Yeah. What, why it's they? right by Minneapolis. It's okay. Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Oh. And Miller, he goes to a popular mob bar in Kansas City called Malloy's Tavern. And he uses a phone there to plan his scheme for freeing Nash. And he calls up some known mobsters, Charles, Pretty Boy Floyd. We've heard of him. Yeah. And Adam Rochetti. Wait, 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 wait. 
Have you ever seen Over the Rock, though? Yes. Is that him? I don't remember. I don't either. Um, we won't talk. We won't go too far into like his past here, but mm-hmm. you know, Pretty Boy Floyd and Adam Ricchetti, they decide they're going to drive up to Kansas City to help out. And they had to stop on the way for car repairs. And oh. while they're at the garage in this uh, little Missouri town they're in, the what? sheriff of the town, Jack Killingsworth, shows up. Oh, nice name. And Rachetti is like, uh, I know who that guy is, and he'll probably know who I am. Oh, no. This might be a problem. So they solve the problem. They take a machine gun, and they take the sheriff hostage, along <gasps> with the guys working in the car garage. They oh, my gosh. take all their guns, put them into a different car, and drive off with the sheriff. Well, that's good. And then they, they drive to a place called Deepwater, Missouri. It's about 85 miles southeast of Kansas City. Okay. When they get there, they steal another vehicle. Oh, my gosh. And they're trying to keep, keep shake things up, keep them up. Yeah, you don't want them to know what vehicle you're driving. Uh-huh. And eventually, they release the sheriff, continue on to Kansas City, and they get there around 10 p.m. on June 16th. Uh-huh. And that same night, Floyd and Rachetti steal a different car. And then they go and hang out with uh, Vernon Miller at his house to drink beer and plot the how they're going to steal steal away with Frank Nash. Oh, good. Morning of June 17th, Miller, Floyd, and Rachetti they drive to Union Station in a Chevrolet sedan where they would wait for Nash. The train carrying Nash arrives. Agent Joseph Lackey, he gets out of the train. Leaves behind the rest of them. Leaves behind the other FBI agent, the Oklahoma police chief guy, and Nash. And he's going to get out, and he's going to meet up by, with uh, special agent in charge, Reed Vetterly. Vetterly? Vetterly? Vetterly. I'm going with Vetterly. I have no idea. I kept thinking about this, and I couldn't remember which one I liked better. <laughs> okay. Um, a- FBI agent Raymond J. Caffrey and Kansas City Police Department detectives W.J. Grooms and Frank Hermanson. They survey the train station. They, they decide they don't see anything suspicious. And they had brought two cars because, you know, there's enough people. They're all, that whole group's going to drive up to Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. And so Agent Lackey returns to the train, gets all of the other people. They walk through the station with Nash handcuffed in tow. And they get to the car that they're going to transport Nash in. They put him in the front passenger seat. And then agents Lackey and Smith, they sit in the back. And the police chief, Reed, he's going to sit in the back right behind where Frank Nash is. And we've got Agent Caffrey. He's standing on the driver's side of the vehicle. The officers from Kansas City Police... Hermanson and Grooms are standing on the passenger side, along with Special Agent in Charge, Vetterly. From about six feet away, Agent Lackey sees two armed men emerge from behind a green car. And from about 15 feet away, they begin opening fire on the car. Uh, wait, the bad guys do? Yes. Okay. They got like Thompsons, I think. So well, like I machine know. guns. Oh, okay. Y- you've seen gangster movies. It's that gun. Gotcha. Where they go, yeah. You see? Then they shoot. I've got my gun here, you see? Yeah, and then they shoot a whole bunch. So, uh, they begin firing. Grooms and Hermanson, who are the Kansas City police detectives, yeah. killed instantly. Aww. Vetterly, who's on the same side of the car with them, is shot in the left arm. He drops to the ground and moves towards the driver's side of the car. So, he's going around the car over to where the other uh, one of the other agents is, Agent Caffrey. Yeah. 
And as he rounds the corner while he's on the ground, he sees Caffrey collapse from a gunshot to the head. <gasps> Inside the car, Police Chief Reed and Frank Nash are killed. Whoa. And Well, their plan didn't go very good because they killed the guy they're trying to... Or did it? Wait, what? Or did it? Maybe they wanted to shut him up. There is some thought that that might have been the actual motive. Oh, they're like, oh, we were trying to save him. Oh, we were trying to go rescue him. It's like, not really. We wanted to kill him. They wanted to shut him up so he wouldn't, you know. Tell all the secrets. Exactly. And agents Lackey and Smith, however, would survive. They fell forward in the back seat Uh to avoid some of the gunfire. Uh, Lackey got shot three times but survived. And Smith uh, was unscathed. Didn't have any gunshot wounds. Wow. So the, the the one that got shot in the head, though, he did pass away. Yes. Okay. Uh, there were three gunmen in total. I said they only saw two at right, first. Right, right. But there were three of them. They run up to the car, survey the damage real quick, and then they flee. So I, that makes me think like... Oh, he's dead. Frank's dead. We're yeah, good, like but. maybe that was like the one thing they really wanted to do. Okay. Because they don't worry about like the Smith and Lackey, whether yeah. they're still alive or anything. Um, so then they start, they decide to run. A Kansas City policeman who was inside Union Station jumps out and shoots at the fleeing men. Mm-hmm. He manages to hit one, later identified as Pretty Boy Floyd. Okay. And, but he was still able to get away. Oh, by the way, I, I looked up online and it's not Pretty Boy Floyd. It's okay. George Babyface Nelson. Okay. Is the character in our brother Arthur. Yeah. Well, I think that's mostly like, those are the fictional Fiction, people. He's fake, yeah. But yeah. Maybe he's based off him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure anyway. like. There's some inspiration somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they get and then they get in the car. The the gangsters drive away, and it. So we have five people who were killed. It took thirty seconds. Wow, that's it. Yeah, because they had machine guns. Yeah, just full automatic fire. Just open fire. Yep. Wow. So Nash's body would be claimed by his sister Alice Long. And he would end up being buried in Linwood Cemetery in Paragold, Arkansas. Really? Yeah. Uh, supposedly, I, I think you might be able to go see it if you really wanted to. You'd have to go to Paragold. So I don't know. <laughs> and um, similar to our Tom Slaughter episode, uh-huh. where there's like this big funeral where like a bunch of people that nobody local knows. Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of strange people suddenly in Paragold uh-huh. at this funeral. And it's like... There's all this gossip, like, are these the, uh, a bunch of other gangsters? And, Probably. And, like, there's even the rumor that one of them was Al Capone. <gasps> so, Weird. Yeah. And he was like, God, I have to come to freaking Paragold, <laughs> Arkansas? Probably. What was, what was the importance of Paragold exactly? His sister was the one who claimed his body. Okay. Why did he go there? Because I guess there? she stayed there. Why did he go there initially? Did it, Did you say why he went there initially? His uh, dad started a hotel there. Okay. 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 Yeah. And I guess his sister just happened to stay. Pro- yeah. I guess she stayed or went back or what okay. th- What the deal was. Well, that was a poor decision, but that's okay. Yeah. You do what you do. <laughs> so some interesting things about the aftermath of this here, of what is known as the Kansas City Massacre. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, the federal agents, they start investigating... They found fingerprints on beer bottles at Vernon Miller's house. Uh-huh. And that's where they were able to identify Floyd and Rochetti. Gotcha. Um, in November, Vernon Miller would be found dead in a ditch near Detroit. And it's believed that he was killed by an associate of New Jersey mob boss, Longy Zwillman. Okay. Uh, because Miller had shot one of Zwillman's henchmen. Oh. And so a different one went and killed him in Detroit. At least wow. that's the theory. Wow. 
Floyd and Rashetti escaped Kansas City, and they drove to Toledo, Ohio, which is in the northwestern part of the state. Okay. Um, there, they meet up with a couple of ladies, and I guess they the ladies liked them because they all four drive over to Buffalo, New York, oh, yeah. where Spice. they stay in, a par- in an apartment for a little while. And it said that they kept to themselves and never really left except for grocery trips, kind of like we do today during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, except... They would have been recognized and probably shot by a mobster person or something. Potentially. That's why you get you probably have the ladies go do the shopping. Oh, who knows true. who they are? Who knows? So, uh, October 20th of 1934, the four take a brand new car, the whole group, and they drive. They start driving west. They get to Toledo again, uh-huh. and uh, Floyd is driving, and he crashes the car into a telephone pole. Accidentally? Seems like it was an accident. Uh, the police chief of the area, J.H. Foltz, arrives to investigate, and a shootout occurs. Oh, so they're all alive. They survived the telephone crash. Yes. Okay. And uh, Foltz, would be, he would manage to take Rochetti into custody while Floyd would escape. Uh-huh. And so, of course, a big search starts trying to catch this guy. Yep. Two days later, they find him hiding out in a farm near Clarkson, Ohio, which is like on the other side of the state. Wow. So, like, Toledo's like northwest, like near the Michigan border. Uh-huh. Clarkson is like right by Pennsylvania. Uh, how did he get over there? Hitchhiking? Hitchhiking, maybe he stole a vehicle. Gotcha. They did that a bunch, so I don't know. Apparently so, yeah. So police arrive at that farmhouse. They have a shootout, and pretty boy Floyd is going to be killed. Wow. Uh, four other individuals are found to have helped in the Kansas City Massacre. Their names are Richard Galatas, Herbert Farmer, Doc Lewis Statue, and um, something Malloy. <laughs> and uh and they, what, what they, do you mean something malloy? something malloy what is that don't worry about it no, they were all sen- no they were all sentenced to two years in federal prison and forced to pay a ten thousand dollar fine which is a hundred ninety four thousand two hundred dollars today wow which is the maximum penalty for what they were charged with which is conspiracy to cause the escape of a federal prisoner at that time that was the maximum penalty for that crime wow uh Rochetti, He's going to be found guilty on four counts of murder on June 17th, 1935. That's exactly two years after the massacre. He'd be executed by gas chamber on October 7th, 1938. Gas chamber, wow. And um, so this also led to, this event led to a lot of changes for the FBI. So, first of all, I want to say, before anybody tries tries to fact check me, I know they weren't called the FBI at the time. What were they called? They were called the Bureau of Investigation, the BOI, instead of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, was, they it, would cha- was they it not would, a federally recognized? It was federal. They just changed the name later. Okay. Uh, they changed it in 1935. Oh, okay, okay. So we're close to that. Yeah. So, But more importantly, 1934, they changed the laws about how the FBI could conduct themselves. They were now allowed to carry firearms. and Probably a lot to do with that. And they were allowed to arrest criminals oh, rather good. than having to like wait on somebody to get yeah. there or something. Yeah, supposedly the best they could do. Um, so, like I said, they'd either have to have lo- local officers or a U.S. marshal do the arresting, right? And the best they could sometimes do, I guess, was like perform a citizen's arrest and then wait for somebody else to come do the real arrest. Well, that's crap. Yeah. So that's our story for the day. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a very. I was going to say globe trotting. It's not really globe trotting. It's a few states. Yeah, I went over the U.S. a bit. Yeah. Supposedly, uh, Nash, he supposedly robbed about 200 banks. In Arkansas or just around? All over. Wow. So, That's pretty, he got around. That is a lot. 
It is. They said he was one of the greatest bank robbers of all time. I don't know if I'd want that title. Ah, you know. <laughs> he seemed happy for it. He got so many bank robberies in. I haven't even done one. What What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I mean, he did, he did what, 200 by the time he was 31? Yeah, he, let's see. I don't know. You do the math. I don't know. I'm not a, how, I can, how many times have I stated I am not a mathematician? Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to use Google to, to do some math. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Okay. So he would have been roughly 46 when he died. Oh, okay. Well, 45, 46 years old. One a of couple the, more years somewhere ago. around there. Should have started a few years ago though. Yeah. Oh, you know, he spent he spent time in prison. Like he was in prison for five years, and then he was in prison for a few more years. Yeah, yeah, you got a point. He was in World War One for a second there for literally like two months. He was in the army for like three years before that. Hi. And so that was the story of Frank Jellybean Nash. Very good for realsies this time. Not like the joke earlier yeah. when I said it was done. And that was it. No, yeah. it wasn't. That Just been, kidding. Yeah, that been a that really a, short story. It would have. It's a good joke, though. Hilarious. Never yeah. been done before. Very, very revolutionary. Yep. Not on any podcast I ever listened to, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. What have you been up to as far as, like, I don't know. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Like, if you're like, hey, I, I, have, a, I have a movie or whatever. Or? I watched a movie last night. I watched a movie last night. <gasps> It's not interesting. It's Neither called, was mine. It's called Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. Oh, well, everybody knows that one. If you don't get on, get yeah, on Yeah, but it. it's real good. It is good. No, I watched a movie called The Gift from, oh, it was either 2000, 2001, something like that. Had Greg Kinnear. It had Kate Blanchett. It had Katie Holmes. It had J.K. Simmons in it. Uh, hey, he's in a show I've been watching lately. He's funny. He's a good actor. But maybe that's a spoiler. Don't worry about it. Okay. The thing I said. Okay. What's the gift? I, it's, is that the... What's the book? Is that the book? No. What's, what am I thinking there, of? I think there is a book, but it, it's not what you're thinking of. Okay. I saw it and it was like a late uh, uh, woman. It takes place in some southern town. It seems like Alabama, deep Alabama or, oh, or New no. Orleans. Very, very southern. Well, those are two very different places, but all right. I don't know. I couldn't tell. Maybe. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. It looked marshy. So I'm going to guess marshy area. Okay. That's not helpful. Totally. Louisiana. I'm going to guess Louisiana. Okay. Small town Louisiana? Yeah. You said New Orleans though. I didn't mean New Orleans. I meant Louisiana. Okay. Um, yeah. Kind of smallish town. Anyways, she's a she's a psychic, a card reader, whatever you want to say. She has ESP. And so she helps to solve a murder or try to solve a murder. So, and I literally, okay, if you haven't seen it, you've had 20 years. So I'm going to go ahead and spoil it to you. Okay. Spoilers for this movie that I've literally never heard of. It was not very good because. Wait, you say Katie Holmes? Uh-huh. She's the one that was married to Thomas Cruise, right? That is right. She plays and, the initial Rachel Dolls. Yeah. And then she gets replaced by, um, what's her face? Hall, who mm-hmm. has kind of a droopy Maggie, face. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I, like a, I swear a, to God, in Dark Knight, her face droops more and more stop. as the movie goes on. You're mean. That was mean. But I swear, it really does. She does have a very Basset Hound face, and that's okay. <laughs> it just seems like, it, I don't know if they did that on purpose. But anyway. They yeah. did not. Maybe she was just tired. It's fine. It's like, oh my God, Christopher Nolan's a maniac. I gotta, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm going to spoil it for you. Literally, literally, okay. five minutes into the movie. Oh. When it introduces. It doesn't seem like a spoiler if it's five minutes in. Well, because I figured out. I said the oh. fiance did it. Oh, okay. And guess what? 
the fiance did it okay. and and john i was watching with john he was like no i think i think it was that abusive guy's wife that did it because they were sleeping around i was like no it was the fiance and then the movie tried to lead you to believe that it was the abusive guy's wife and i was like that's called a red herring it is and i was like no it's the fiance and guess what <laughs> it was the fiance which is greg kinnear well all right so it was very predictable for me it was it was just oh it has that one guy uh rabisi is that a name oh giovanni rabisi yeah i think that's how he's it's giovanni something rabisi sounding it's it's not literally that anyway he's in it too okay um so it's a very early 2000s cast it's called the gift the gift it Mm. was mediocre at best is that what that book is called though that i'm thinking of there is a book called the gift there's also one called the giver maybe that i think the giver is what i'm thinking of that's i've never read it but i've yeah yeah okay so it was uh mediocre best that's too bad it was not i would not uh like a four out of ten would not would not recommend very much four out of ten that's pretty rough i hate we were gonna watch gone girl but it was over two hours and john was like i don't want to sit through that yeah that can be rough sometimes he has never seen it though I haven't either. You haven't? Is that the one with ben- Benjamin Affleck yeah. and Emily Ratajkowski? Who? Emily Ratajkowski. I think that's how you say her name. I don't know if she's in it, but Rosamund Pike is in it. Emily Ratajkowski, I think, is the lady Ben Affleck is cheating on his wife with. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love... The one... Well, never mind. I, I was going to say an inappropriate quote that D- is said in the movie. What? Don't say it. Something about... Uh, some, I can't. It's something about boobies. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Okay. That somebody makes a quote that I've seen for some reason and I just it's stuck in my brain. She's this is Rosamund Pike. You recognize her? Nope. What else she been in? Uh, anything? Yeah, I'm sure. She's I a mean, wonderful I'm sure she's been in literally something else, but she was in uh Pride and Prejudice. I she, never saw like uh, the movie or the Yeah, the one with Keira Knightley. So I'm familiar with Keira Knightley. She played in Curse of the Black Pearl. She played in Star Wars, Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. She did. You know In Atonement. Her, you know what her real character name was in Phantom Menace? Tell me. Sabe. Which sounds a lot like... Padme. Which you said they changed their names. They changed their names. To be close to the... Uh, that's the weird that's Star lore. Wars lore thing for the week. Rosamund. Isn't that a beautiful name? Rosamund. Maybe. Rosamund Pike. Anyway, she's a great actress. I'm going to tell you what else she's in. Go okay. It, she's in Jack Reacher, Radioactive, which is about Marie Curie. Okay. Pride and Prejudice, Die Another Day. Die. Oh, she plays a Bond girl. That's what it is. I don't think I've seen that one. That's is the, that a, still a Pierce Brosnan? Yes. It's probably his last one. I don't think I... I saw one of the Bonds after Goldeneye, but I don't remember. You didn't see any of the ones with uh, Daniel Craig? Oh, sorry. I was thinking of like just Pierce Brosnan oh, specifically. Just, okay, okay, okay. I've, Daniel Craig, I I've still not seen Casino Royale, which is crazy because that's the first that's one. That's the first one, yeah. I saw Quantum of Solace, and I was okay. like, "This one's not good. This is not good." It's okay. I saw Skyfall, loved it. I know okay. it's divisive in some ways because yeah. it's a little too Rube Goldbergian, yeah. where it's like, "How did he know?" It's a little too much happening, where it's like, "I plotted everything in this perfect way." And it's a little t- like some people don't like that, but overall, I enjoyed that movie. And Inspector, nobody likes Spectre, it seemed like. Yeah. Uh anyways. Yeah, uh, what else is she been in? Wrath of the Titans Doom. Wrath of the Titans? Yeah. I never saw that. I saw Clash. Oh, Return to Cinder. I don't know. It looks like a thriller. I don't know what some of these are. Fracture, The Informer. Gone Girl may have been like 
one of the bigger her, ones. Her main one. Wrath of the Titans was the sequel to Clash of the Titans, and I don't think anybody saw it because Clash didn't, wasn't that good. I didn't see it. I know. Uh, we. I saw Clash. I think we saw Clash together. Clash of the Titans? Have yeah, I seen that? With Sam Worthington. He plays in that Avatar. Was, that was like during that moment when Sam Worthington was in everything. He was in that Terminator movie. He was in Avatar. What did he do that he made Clash him- Clash of the Titans. Made people angry. Made him angry? Yeah, he's not in anything. I think people are just like, this is the most generic man ever, and- we don't care for him. He was in, um, oh, it. what's it called? It was on, I think it was on National Geographic. They had the uh, the series about catching the Unabomber. And Sam Worthington was like one of the guys who was an FBI agent it's that like helped catch him. It was a mini series. Oh, okay. Um, Jane Lynch played. Oh, I love Jane Lynch. She played somebody that she should not have been playing. Uh-oh. Why can't I think of her name? Oh, anyway, just that series is okay. I looked up all the like, what's the difference between the real thing and the Mm -hmm, fake thing? mm -hmm. And like the main thing was like Sam Worthington's character was actually like a combination of like multiple FBI agents. Because for the sake of the move of the series, it's just like, it's easier to to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So some of that was kind of interesting. You know, and you know, I I just wish I knew what it was called. You and I were talking about this before we started recording, but. I Sorry, just, I gotta stop you real quick. because oh. I, I remember what it's called. What? It's called Manhunt. Colon, oh, okay. Unabomber. Okay. Oh, okay. I think I vaguely remember that. Um, I just want to be able to just go into a movie theater and watch a movie. That's what I want. But I'm kind of eh on movie theaters. Let me rephrase that. The 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 movie theater in Little Rock, that one that I love so much. I don't know which one that is. I think it's shut down, shut down for good. Ugh. I know. That's Breckenridge. It was Breckenridge. Okay, yeah. You know Because they yeah. had literal, literally, they had lazy boy reclining seats with like 20 feet of room in between your reclined feet and the next seat in front of you. You could dance in the aisle. I mean, it, I mean, it was amazing. And you could reserve the seat, so you show up. You don't have to show up 40 minutes early. You just show up right when the movie's about to yeah. start, and it's your seat right there. Theater technology is advanced in a way that's really great yeah. because I remember um, back in the day, basically every theater now has what's called stadium seating, mm-hmm. which means like each of the seats are lifted yeah. a significant amount. Yeah. I remember when it was just like a slight incline. Remember that movie theater in Jonesboro? Yes. I was going to mention it because I remember going to that movie theater. You're like, what is happening? I can't tell. And I got a splinter there oh, God. because it was falling apart. Did you get staff? No, that's not when I got staff. Oh, Okay. It was it was a it was a splinter in my finger, not in my elbow where I got the staff. The uh, and yeah. you don't know why you got it there. Yeah, that it was just I was like running my hand across a beam and it's like, hey, guess what? This beam's falling apart. It, it was a pretty rough little theater. It was only was, a twin cinema, wasn't it? It only had two theaters. It may have it? had more. I don't remember. It wasn't you know, very. You know what I'm talking about? The little one, the, that little tiny one. It was on uh, Caraway, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it only twin? I don't I remember. It was tiny. The main memory I have of going there was the splinter, and I went there with a bunch of dudes. Of course you did. To watch Rambo. Of course you did. On Valentine's Day. <laughs> of course you did. Was that your freshman year? Uh, it was either my freshman or sophomore year. I can't that's remember hilarious. now. That's hilarious. Yeah, we saw that Rambo movie that came out. Oh, that's funny. The late one, and it was awesome, but... Uh, <laughs> It ruled. Oh, that's funny. Like, we were just like, this is the best movie. This is like Die Hard. I have a giant splinter. Oh, God. I'm going to die. I can't see it. I'm in a theater. It's dark. Yeah, that that movie theater fell. Yeah, they fortunately, like, tore it down. They did. Uh, but yeah, movie theater technology is advanced in a way that is very Isn't good. 
Yeah, it was like yeah, Caraway. Th- oh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Caraway. It was, Caraway. I, it was like on the same where that one of the Walmarts was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, yep. So. Uh, yeah, okay. So I just want to be able to watch a, a movie that I really want to see, like a superhero movie or something. Yeah, superhero movies. The only time I ever go to a theater anymore is superhero movie or Star War. Good. Yes. That's it. Yep. Maybe a Star Trek, but I didn't even see the last Star Trek in a theater. It was okay. It was I mediocre. I still haven't seen it, actually. It was mediocre. The it wasn't very good. Idris Elba. Does it have Idris Elba in it? Mm-hmm. It has that one chick that's in... Um, Star Trek Beyond? Idris Elba? I think that's what it's called. Star, uh, Idris Elba is an alien man, so uh, you probably can't called. recognize yeah. him. Um, no, it has the chick from... Um, she is in... Uh, uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. She plays the the chick with the 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 blade feet. Guess who hasn't seen Kingsman? <gasps> you haven't. Nope. Literally, the the second one was okay. It was kind of kitschy. I heard and people funny. didn't like the second. It was kind of kitschy and funny. It had Elton John in it, so I was all about that. I think they're making another one. It's they like a are. prequel. Yes, it, it is. takes place in like World War One or I'm something. I'm so excited. These are some of unexpected. I was like, okay, Kingsman. I guess we. I when I went to go see it in theater, I was like okay this looks okay freaking loved it it is one of my favorite movies kingsman is so good of course i love taron egerton it has two of my favorite people taron egerton didn't he play elton john yes he did okay yes so he sure did maybe that's you saw into the future and you're like he's an elton john type i he was I'm amazing yes he played in um rocket man but uh kingsman had taron egerton had colin firth and it had um alfred michael kane and Sammy Jackson. Yes, it did. And the chick with the blades who plays in... What's her name? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking I, I about. I don't know her name. You can look it up. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, Kingsman, I, I've, it's one of those ones where I just... I meant to see it. It's amazing. I just didn't. Let's go watch it right now. Um, I was going to say something about... Oh, it's directed by the guy who did X-Men First Class, which is one Matthew of the... Matthew Vaughn? Yes, which is one of the better X-Men movies. Sophia Butella. Ah, I don't know who that is. You might, re- you probably recognize her if you see her. You say that all the time, and I never recognize anybody. Who is that? She plays in Kingsman. Who is that? It's You're showing me pictures. Chick. I don't. I need. Oh, I think she played in that Mummy movie, the really bad one. With oh, Tom, with she, Tom was Cruise. she the Mummy? I think so, but I didn't see it because it was so. I watched like five minutes. I was like, "This is so bad." <laughs> hey, remember this what, is not like the Mummy that I remember, and I loved those Mummy movies. Re- remember when the they yep, were going to sure do did. the Mummy right there? They were going to do a dark universe. They're going to do their own Marvel Cinematic Universe oh. with Universal Pictures monsters. Um, they had like Johnny Depp was on board to be like the Invisible Man. Uh, somebody, uh, what's they his name? They still did do that movie, but it's but it not was related. different people. It's not related. It's not related. And people love that movie. Yeah. Like, I heard it, it. Well, What's Her Face is a great actress. Elizabeth Moss. Yes, she is wonderful. Yeah, people love that movie. I still haven't seen it, but people are like, yeah, that movie's actually good. Um, somebody was going to be Dr. Jekyll slash Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Don't know. He's the guy from Les Mis we make fun of. Hugh Jackman? No. Oh, no. Russell Crowe. <laughs> yes. Stones. I think he was going to be Dr. <laughs> Jekyll. Stones in the Prisoner. <laughs> Two, four, six, all one. And I'm Javert. <laughs> yeah, there's a really funny video that Andrew yeah. shows me. It's like it, people introducing himself and he just says, they just repeat that same clip. I'm Javert. Yeah. The, uh, it's funny. Yeah. So he was supposed to be like Dr. Jekyll. Um, Javier Bardem was going to be something. Oh, he's such a good actor. I love him. Uh, I think they had Angelina Jolie set to be the bride of Frankenstein. Like they had all this stuff set up and they so never did any apart. of it. 
Because that movie did so bad, that mummy movie. It, well, it was a really bad movie. So, yeah. I mean, of course it's going to do poorly. That's why, so it's like, you look at the DC universe, they keep making, they keep trying to do the universe, and I think they've given up on it, but, oh, really? you know, to, to some extent. But, like, they did, um, they did Aquaman. They did, well, they did Man of Steel. That was the right. kicker. Which that was movie, good. I liked Man it's of It's polarizing. Steel. A lot of people really don't like it for various reasons. I liked it. And then they did Batman v Superman, which I uh, think is terrible. It's okay. And then they did Justice League, which was the most nothing movie I've ever it, seen in my it's life. It's okay. And it's just like, you, you need to take the Marvel approach, which is start with a movie that's good. Iron Man was just a good movie. I love it. And they Iron tied Man. it in after the credits. Just yep. do that. Yep. Uh, well, Aquaman, oh, I'm sorry. Which is so bad. It was so bad. It was so there's, bad. There's some stuff in it I really love, but it's so bad. It's so bad. And I love, like, I love Jason Momoa. Amber Heard can kiss my tush, but... Even if we remove whatever, like, outside... Yeah, outside stuff. Outside the stuff with Amber Heard. was so bad. It, they have negative chemistry. Yeah, it is bizarre. Very, it is very strange. They just I, need I to have bring... more chemistry with, like, strangers. <laughs> I don't have any like <laughs> I have no social skills it was very it was very very forced very forced it, I don't know it was bizarre I don't know what the deal was with that I don't uh, know if, what I loved I love the Wonder Woman movies though I still haven't seen 84 it was, but the it was first kitschy. one I think is really good okay Wonder Woman 84 it was kind of kitschy but I loved it like it was I'm, I'm curious to see it because like I've seen a lot of like stuff online of people being like they did not stick the landing on this i thought it was great i mean i guess had, I, maybe i should see it and i'll, I'll report back someday. you do need you do need to watch that you you, you gotta watch it what anyway. else is they, uh they're doing that justice league redo oh. the Zack snyder cut oh okay oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 you told, to make it a it's better. gonna be four hours long but there's oh, i think boy. they're splitting it in four so it's almost like a mini series oh boy which the thing is when they were originally plotting out the dc stuff uh-huh. they did man of steel and the idea was, I think they came up with this later. They're like, okay, we need to turn this into a thing because this Marvel stuff is really kicked off. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we'll start it off with Batman v Superman. And then there's going to be a Justice League part one and a Justice League part two. Uh-huh. And then they're going to do like Wonder Woman and Aquaman. And I think they were going to do, they were planning to do a Cyborg movie. Yeah, I was saying, what about Cyborg? They were planning to do a Green Lantern movie. Well, the they fr- had, that one Green Lantern movie was terrible. A different one. Okay. It was going to be a different one. Okay, cool. And uh, all this stuff fell apart. The Flash? I would watch the they Flash. They were going to do a Flash movie. The guy that plays him is really good. Ezra, what's his face? Yes, Miller. He is a great actor. They, that, and, they've they had like 18 directors, it seems like, who were attached to the Flash movie. So I don't know if they're ever going to huh? do it. I don't know. That Flash TV show is pretty good, at least the first two seasons that yeah. I saw. And the Arrow, that's kind of in there with it, isn't it? Yeah. And that show's over. The first, I'd say the first three seasons of Arrow are good. The fourth is bad. The fifth, I haven't seen. Hmm. Oh, also, The Office is off Netflix. Bye-bye. Yeah. It really is. It re- They did what they said they were going to do. <laughs> they they, they stuck kept to their it. promise. They kept their promise, which is just really sad. We almost made it through it. We got to the last season, and... We didn't yeah. finish it. And I told John, I was like, you didn't miss anything. It's fine. No. The only thing you miss is Andy becomes the worst character. Um, Nelly becomes a less terrible character. Yes. That skank Kathy is gone at some point. Thank God. Kathy was the worst. And then uh, Dwight Jr. and Plopper okay. Yeah. As I recall. That's, I don't know. The, the, the fa- finale doesn't. 
It was okay. It's sort of a feel good thing, but it's also like it could have wrapped up three seasons ago. Because well, it's just like Angela and Dwight get back together and they get married, and it's like should they have though? Like I don't know. It's whatever. You know they were meant to be. I guess, but also like she had the opportunity to be with him multiple times, and she decided to. But she had a lot of growing up to do. She grew up in the end. Sort I, of. I guess. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I'm still annoyed by the part where uh, they never explained how that's Dwight's baby when they did the DNA test and it said it wasn't. Maybe she called him and was like, "You under no circumstances can you tell him. They they just never explain it. And the reason is, I think I told you this. Yeah, because so the show. They were going to do a, a separate show with Dwight and his family. There's an episode I think you don't remember. I think it was the conversation yeah, we had. Yeah, I do not remember it. So it's the episode where uh, Dwight and his family are on a farm. Yes. Like the, the family member, his brother and sister come back. And uh, the brother is played by Thomas Middleditch. And no recollection. Yeah. So th- that was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for doing a Dwight specific show. Nobody liked that episode. And so they never did that. And so the reason that they had Dwight not be the father was they wanted there to be a clean break from him and Angela. Gotcha. So there was that. Gotcha. What, what are you even looking at? So I mentioned earlier that I know Kira Knightley's character from Phantom Menace is named Sabe. Yeah. Because I listened to the audiobook of Queen's Shadow. Yeah. Which is a Star Wars book about Padme as she becomes, uh, she transitions from being Queen of Naboo to becoming the one of the representatives in the Senate for Naboo. Isn't she really young? Isn't she like the youngest queen? Weirdly young. She's like supposed to be 14 in that movie what the heck does a 14 year old know about anything i don't know like supposedly that's like a pl- thing about nabu culture is that they have people who are too young to be things huh. in charge i don't know it's very strange uh-huh. they also have all this other stuff that's like super weird lore things like the reason she wears all the makeup and like the big hair pieces uh-huh. is that's supposed to be so that she can disguise herself so it's not obvious so like you know um kira knightley who is seemingly the queen and padme is seemingly a handmaiden people can't necessarily tell them apart if they swap back and forth which i think they do in the movie don't they i maybe so that's like part of the reason they do that and also like why they have like the big elaborate get-ups in general and lots of makeup yeah so like the weirdest part though is the part where they all all of her handmaidens take on names that sound sort of like padme uh-huh so padme Yep. Sabe. Oh. Verse. Corday. And there's a bunch of other ones. Which is a thing in the heart, the Corday tendine. Oh. Just a little little tidbit for you there. Yeah, and there's more that have like... Those are the heart strings. Oh, Yane. I just remembered that one. I don't like that one. Yeah. Um, but Kira Knightley's character, Sabe, she's the only uh, one of the handmaidens who's like, as a character, really matters overall. Also, this is the most boring book ever. It wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. It was real boring, I think. Um, if you're a completionist and you just got to know, what was Padme up to when she was becoming a senator, I guess? Uh, the nothing. most in- She was up to nothing. She had she, handmaidens. She was up to, hey, Palpatine, you're from Naboo. Let's talk. And he's oh, like- is he really? Is he from Naboo? Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then he's like, oh, well, you don't want to be on this committee that I'm a part of because- uh, Wait then- a second. Yeah. He's from Naboo? Yeah. And he blew up his own planet? He didn't blow up Naboo. He blew up Aldron. Tatooine. He blew up Aldron. What is Tatooine? That's where. That's, that's where, where Luke and yeah, also Anakin yeah. are from. Okay. Okay. Continue. 
Alderaan is where Bail Organa is from. That's Jimmy yes. Smith's. And that is... And he's the adopted father yes. of Princess Leia There Organa. we go. That's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, that book's really boring, honestly. It's just a, bo- a, bit, a lot of that. Just going about talking about stuff. It's, it's like, eh, you know... You need a little more action than it's that. It's not worth... There's like one action thing that happens and it's whatever... Uh, the epilogue is honestly the most interesting part, and it's the part when uh, after Amadala dies, and Sabe and uh, they collect her body. Sab, uh, it's at the funeral, basically, that you see at the end of Revenge of the Sith, where they're marching her body through a procession on Naboo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like Sabe and uh, this Corday Tindane. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> The uh, her and this guy named Tanra or Tanra, who is like part of the security detail, and they are lovers. <gasps> and, who? Uh, Sabe. Ta- Tanra, who's a, some guy. And ta- and Sabe. Yeah. Okay. And they they're like, we gotta find out what happened to her, and supposedly that gets solved in comics. I don't know if it's interesting or not. Oh, okay. So I overall. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, so on Goodreads.com, I gave it a two out of five. Oh, you did rate it? Yeah. Oh. Two out of five. Because um, it's just, it's below average. I wouldn't recommend it. Gotcha. It's not worth it. I also listened to another Star Wars story uh, called Lost Stars, which is about these two young folk, um, a boy and a girl, who both joined the Empire back when it's like just coming about. Mm-hmm. It has just arrived, and people were like, "Hooray, the Empire! They're going to do great things for us. They're going to do so so good. They're going to restore order to the galaxy because they stopped the Separatists. Good times, yeah." And they become pilots for the Imperial Starfleet, and eventually, one of them is like, "Wow, the Empire seems like the worst thing ever. I'm going to go join the Rebellion," and the other one doesn't, and it's sad and stuff. Aww. And it's like, you know, star-crossed lovers, that whole deal. Do they make up? kind of maybe i don't want to spoil too much anyway it's i would i would i'm gonna when i go on to goodreads later because i finished it like today as i was driving oh yeah yeah both, the one you finished book. in the in the, in the driveway in, in your driveway yeah it's uh i'd give it a three out of five it's fine what would you give a five out of five fahrenheit 451 never read it can you believe that that's wild um i, I don't think know. i was assigned to read it in like high school but i read the like spark Notes. Yeah, I mean, it's not very long. That book's pretty short, honestly. Uh, hold on, I could actually pull up my Goodreads and find out. Uh, on, on what, Fahrenheit 451? Uh, what I've given five stars in the past. Oh, I haven't okay. updated it in forever. Listen, until I, task, recently. I challenge and task you with reading or listening to the Harry Potter series. Andrew okay, Ferguson. I will eventually. So here's the thing. Uh, first of all, we got to get my first world problem out of the way for my joke, my fun joke. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of work to get to this joke, guys. So just hang on. Bear with us here. <laughs> so I'm listening to these through the library, my local library. I went to, you You all may remember, last week I tried to listen to Heir to the Empire, that Thrawn book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I failed because I downloaded the wrong thing. <laughs> you were like, two hours? That doesn't yeah. seem long enough to be a book. Exactly. Guess what? It wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, uh, I put the real thing on hold and it was like, it's going to be four weeks or something. So I was like, okay, in the meantime, I'll listen to this other book, this Lost Stars. Surprise. People, people seem to like it. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, like a day later, it says, hey, your hold is ready for this book that was supposed to be like four weeks away. Okay, 
cool. So now I had to like sprint through Lost Stars to make sure I finish it and can finish Heir to the Empire before the holds are up. And I was like, Caitlin, this is such a first world problem. And then I was watching TV and people were storming the Capitol and I was like, I'm going to enjoy this joke. I'm going to savor it because... Maybe we're not going to be the first world for very because long. It's Whoops. only we're only temporarily first world right now. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's let's look through this Goodreads. I gave the Devil in the White City five stars. Which one was that? That is the book about the World's Fair in uh, Chicago. H. <gasps> H. Holmes. Yes. Yes. It's a very good book. Highly recommend it. I gave it five stars, so I must have liked it. Did have you read uh, Michelle McNamara's book? No. You should read that. I listened to the audiobook and it was so good. It was so good. She's awesome. The other five stars are a comic book. Of course. Batman, year one. Really good. Highly recommend it. Uh, Batman Begins uh-huh. specifically takes a ton from that book. Oh, really? I just watched Batman Begins the other day. I haven't watched it in forever. It's. I like it's it. It's good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. But yeah, Bat- year one, there's like, sometimes it's really annoying as a Batman fan. You're like, Every single time they make a Batman movie, they're like, we read year one in Dark Knight Returns. It's like, you could read other stuff. There's other Batmans. <laughs> there's more. There's so much more. I know those are really good. I get it. But there's more. Like Batman v but Superman. But wait, there's more. Batman v Superman, they base a lot off on like Dark Knight Returns because he fights Superman in that book. Yeah. And it's like, there's other stuff. There's other stuff. You can do different things. Go deeper. Batman v Superman's not very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other five stars our animal farm in fahrenheit 451 you would there you go go. uh okay well i task you i challenge thee with harry potter because i I will you know what i made a post the other day on my private social media and i like this post as i recall you did like it and you know it's about some political stuff but we won't get into but anyway life is weird right now guys Life is weird and so i just said you know I compare a lot of stuff to Harry Potter um, because there is just, and not just like the character Harry Potter, but the Harry Potter series, because people are like, people that haven't read it, they're like, oh, it's about magic. I'm like, not really. Yep. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, it's just a book that happens to have magic in it. It's a series about good versus evil and good triumphing over mm-hmm. evil. And it's like, what's I mean, not to like about that? It is about, honestly, they're basically like, the neo-nazis the death eaters yes 100 percent. they're like they're like pure bloods first if you have muggle which if you don't read harry potter well you're awful um andrew but (laughs) i've i've literally read the first two books you need to reread them i'm gonna do it eventually okay um but yeah their whole thing is pure bloods first like Oh, and their leader, by the way, is not a pureblood. So it's very, you know, reminiscent of Hitler, who I believe might be making this up, might be pulling it out of my butt, but I don't think he was pure German. I believe he had like a Jewish... He was not pure Aryan. I mean, they talk about blonde hair, blue eyes. He definitely didn't have no blonde hair. No, definitely He looked like Charlie Chaplin, and maybe Charlie Chaplin made a whole movie about that. And listen, I love... Did he really? Uh, yeah, it's called, I believe, The Great Dictator. Wow. It's about how it's bad what Hitler's doing. Oh, and is it? And Charlie Chaplin was blackballed out of Hollywood because they thought he was a communist sympathizer. Even though the movie was about it being bad. About Hitler being bad. He's not a communist. Wow. Um, but anyway, so, you know, and that brings us back. Jojo Rabbit. I'm telling you, you have to watch that movie. It was so good. It was 
God, that movie was so good. And you know, it's presented, I've, I've said this before in one of the previous episodes, it's presented in a way that is not so freaking depressing like Schindler's List or something like that, which is just absolutely heart-wrenching. Accurate, but heart-wrenching. It's w- like... Whereas, whereas yeah. Jojo Rabbit God. is like, we're going to present this to you. You can see what it was like for a nine-year-old boy, a 10-year-old boy in Nazi-era Germany. Anyway, that's a different... Go back to our other podcast if you want to hear about that. But, But anyway, it was... I mean, yeah, Death Eaters, 100% Nazi regime comparison to the rioting, you know, in ca- on the Capitol and the, the devastation in the Capitol is, it's just undeniable. Anyway, so the post, I said, I compared the Death Eaters and Voldemort to Nazi regime and Hitler. And you know what? Good always triumphs over evil. You know, whether it takes... So far. Whether it takes time. And for some of us... Yeah, whatever. Whether it takes time. I'm just saying there's like some bad regimes in charge right there now. There have been for a long time. And we actually talked a little bit about this before we started recording. And there are. And I just, I have to have faith in my fellow humans to do the right thing and to see the right thing. Whether or not they will, I can't make, you, could, you know, Dumbledore tried so hard and gave Voldemort, a.k.a. Tom Riddle, who he never he never addressed as Voldemort. He always addressed as Tom Riddle because that's who he was. He's just a lost little orphan boy. And he always addressed him by his name, Tom Riddle, that he gave him so many opportunities to try to change his way. Even at the very end, he was like, you know, Tom, it's not too late. And it's never too late to do the right thing. Yeah, I, I think a lot that of was people... A rambling, I rambled on basically to say my Facebook post compared some stuff yeah. to Harry Potter. I, th- I think a lot of people fall into the... Um what's called the lost cost sunk cost fallacy what is that basically just like i've spent so much time dedicated to this thing That's i can't like bad turn relationships it. like bad relationships yeah. people, like, people well, think i've, I've been in a relationship so for 10 time. years so might as well keep going it's terrible but might as well keep going exactly it's like i've worked too hard to get to to this bad point yeah i can't just stop and you can you really can um yeah, I do intend to read those books. They're on my list of many, to. many, many, many books. It's just like watching TV. There's so many that I'm going to or want to. Andrew, I need you to prioritize this because the movies are, yeah, they're okay. Movies are pretty good. The books, I'm reading them again, and there's just so many nuggets of wisdom. It's absolutely incredible. So my current plan is, um, so I sort of started. Harry Potter 1. I barely started reading a book called Light of the Jedi. No, <laughs> yeah it is uh the first in the new high republic publishing stuff in star wars um it's a lot of people seem to think it's really good so i'm gonna read that that's that's what i'm reading with my eyes that's not audiobook <laughs> I'm reading um, with, my eye, with my mind yeah so my plan is sorry to say this i'm gonna read that <gasps> oh. there's another thing i'm gonna read uh-huh. with my with my eyeballs with your brain um eyes. and but it is, I'm going to move away from Star Wars a little bit soon based on like my eyeballs where, um, so I'm going to finish Lie of the Jedi. Okay. I'm going to read this other book that's about football. Okay. And then audiobook wise though, I'm going to be w- listening to that Thrawn trilogy. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and then I'll probably move to Harry Potter. Oh, thank you. With my brain, with my eyeballs. I have all the, I have it if you want to borrow it. Or I bet your, does your sister have it? I bet she does. No, I think my whole family has it I bet somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Through, through the collection, you can sort it all out. It goes, yeah. it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, in case you didn't know. Oh. 
the based on the year, right? Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's not like BC where. Yeah, it goes where, backwards and weird. No, yeah. it's not like that. Oh gosh, another weird Star Wars thing. What? So in Star Wars, they don't have like years designated. And I don't stuff. like that. So fans basically worked it out. Oh boy. Yeah, exactly. It is all BBY and ABY. That's the years they use. Before Baby Yoda? <laughs> no. And after they Baby Yoda? Have. <laughs> it is uh, before Battle of Yavin, after Battle of Yavin, which was that, is... Was that like a deciding battle? That is where they blow up the first Death Star. Gotcha. That is the Battle of Yavin. So everything was either... So like the prequels are like 20-something BBY, uh-huh. and then like Mandalorian's like six or seven ABY. It's obnoxious. So... That's that's about all I've been watching though. Watching, reading, what yeah, what everything. have you? Yeah, listening, taking in. I'm I'm actually okay. So I saw was a series. Who's the guy that plays Spider Man now? Tom Holland. Thomas Holland. Tom Holland. The, he's gonna be in a in a movie series with uh, Daisy Ridley, who plays Ray. Is that her name? Yeah. Is this the Uncharted movie or something? N- no, it's called the something about chaos i don't know um it's based on a young adult series oh so it's gonna probably get one movie and then fail or something i don't know like half of them do it sounded pretty interesting um so i went at, oh, i'm trying to pull up my audiobooks now i went ahead and on on audible i got the first book i'm only about 30 minutes in so far not intrigued but i have 11 hours and 20 minutes to go oh so my gosh so um there's a lot more of of working through to get you know no book is interesting right off the bat so um the book generally the book is called the knife of never letting go which i don't i don't know something happened to mankind and you know as it does so so this like near future uh dystopian yes sorta sorta it's like a society of only men because something happened to the women um and they don't have to they can hear each other's thoughts their thoughts are all connected uh, are you looking it up right now? Yeah, you may have mentioned this recently. Did Were you talking about this before? I don't think so. Weird. Why? I just feel like you talked about... Maybe you talked about like how you were gonna read this or something. Maybe I texted you because I just got it like that a couple days be. ago. I don't know. I've, I've definitely heard these the knife of let, never letting go and you're saying oh, something about oh, Thomas oh. Holland. You probably... Uh, not the knife... His, the His Dark Material series... Oh, is Tommy Holland in that? No, but his Dark Material series, the books, one of the books is called something about the like knife. The hidden knife or something yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, the subtle knife. I, I swear you're talking about Tom Holland, though, so I don't know. Was I talking about Spider-Man? No, I think you were talking about a different thing. It may have been this. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. But anyways, I started that, so we'll see how it goes. That's that's an audiobook. I love audiobooks a whole lot because I can just be piddling around doing what I need to do listening to a book, reading a book at the same time with my ears, which is why I enjoy podcasts as well. Oh, look, we're recording one. Yeah. One thing I have a problem with, with the uh, audiobooks is you have I to pay will, attention. I will, there will be a moment where I get lost in my own thoughts or uh-huh. what I'm doing. Yes. You have to um, go, you're like, wait, what just happened? You have to go back. Yeah. But sometimes I do that while reading, like physically reading with my eyes. I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Um, I'm like, wait, I have to go a, back. A lot of times when I do that, when I catch myself drifting away, I'll pull up the audiobook thing and it'll tell me like, there's eight minutes left in this chapter. And I'm like, all right, eight minutes. 
focused. We're <laughs> you focusing can, for eight you minutes. You can do it. But yeah, so that's about it. I I started rewatching Thirty Rock, which is a very funny show. I need to watch it. Never watched it. Check it out. It's on Hulu. All right. Um, Drunk History. Been watching a lot of that. So <laughs> funny. So flipping funny. And I'm rewatching Gravity Falls, which is still very good. You know, okay, I I put it on my Hulu list. I need to watch it. Hulu. I think it was Hulu. It's on Disney Plus, so there is that. Oh, maybe it was that. If you well, have, Hulu and Disney Plus are on the same they platform. Own sort of by the same people. Yes. Yeah. yes D- they Disney, are. I think, holds maybe not a con- full controlling stake, but they own a lot of Hulu. All I know is that when you get a Disney Plus subscription, you can get a Hulu subscription with it, and I yeah. did that. You can also do one where it's like a Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN Plus. But guess what? I don't care about. Yeah, but. You'd probably get a better discount. No, it's really not. It actually about evens oh, out. Okay. And I will literally watch zero things on the ESPN network. But that's where Arkansas State plays so often. Hey, that's, guess what? Don't you want to watch them lose in basketball literally every single time they play because they're flipping awful? No, because I watched it in real life when I had to do that for band stuff. Did you watch them play basketball? Yeah, were you I had in, to. Were you in the pet band? I had to be. Oh, why do you mean you had to be? I was a drum major. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, they're terrible at basketball. They still don't have a win versus a uh, Division One opponent. Their only wins are against Central Baptist College. Nice! Um, a school I had never heard of before called Champion Christian College. Is that in Arkansas? It is in Hot Springs. Never heard of it. And Crowley's Ridge College. Well, that's a place. Which is in tiny. Paragold. That's a tiny school. I had never heard of them before. And I lived like 20 minutes have, away from them. I have heard of that because I had somebody, that, I know somebody that went there for very briefly. And just... Those are the only teams they've beaten. Um, they're the worst team in the state, it looks like. So Nice. Hooray. Yay, ASU. Mike Bellotto is going to be fired. Who's that? The He's coach the coach. Of basketball? Yeah. He he tweeted this thing that was like... Oh, no. Don't tweet. Don't well, do it. Well, don't tweet the thing that's like, John Wooden didn't win a national championship in his first year. So-and-so didn't do this in their first year. So-and-so didn't do this. In their... That is tweeted. I've seen like uh, so many coaches tweet that. And it is always doom. It is always a signal of death that they are about to be fired every single time. I've never seen a coach tweet any of that stuff and be like, and see, I proved you all wrong. I won the conference this year. And you can all go. suck my big old wiener. <laughs> That's, it never happens. It is always, oh, I won two games and I'm fired every you, single time. You know what? We're not all winners, Andrew. I know I'm not, but you know. Um. So, it's a. Uh, well, what else? Th- what else? You, is that it? I think that's it. I've just been watching sports because there's a lot going on. Can. You know, it's it's trying to enjoy the sports I can because constantly it's getting canceled because of COVID. I know. I'm ready for stuff to be back to normal. I know we all are. We just just hang on. The vaccine's rolling out. It'll be probably another year, but it will eventually get back to normal. You know, we just have to give it time and be patient. Patience is a virtue. I'm not very good at that one, but I'm trying. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we get back to it someday. We will. I ha- Listen, remember what I said on last week's episode? Happiness can be found in even the darkest of times. If only we remember to turn on the light. We just well, have to think, think, look at the silver lining. It'll be there eventually. I don't know. There's so many of these people who are like anti-vax where it's like, they're trying to keep the light off. You know what? <laughs> they taped it down with like 18 layers of duct tape. Here's the thing. Another, you know what? I'm going to find it right now because I don't want to mess this up. It's another Dumbledore quote. Can you believe it? 
Maybe. Okay. Well, let me find it. Let me find it for you. Yeah. Is this going to be about uh, vaccinations? Is that a thing that happens in Harry Potter? That's a very good question, but I don't know. I just remember Harry Potter, uh, they roofie people and it's kind of messed up. Oh, shut up. Okay. They do. But love, love potions are a bad thing. How They're just like, I, I hey, agree. hey, teenagers. Ronald Devane really did, did, one, did one over on Ron. But like, how are you going to be like, oh, teenagers, you can just buy this wherever. This is just a thing you can get from anybody. From, uh, Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, if you'd like to know. From just wherever. Okay, listen, this is, the, this is the quote. It was important, Dumbledore said, to fight and fight and keep fighting, for only then could evil be kept at bay, though never quite eradicated. So that's like what it is. Like, There's always going to be bad people. They're never going to go away. They're just going to keep respawning in some <laughs> form or another. But you know what? You just have to keep the good fight going. Yeah. I just want it to be like, uh, I don't know, Star Trek where we've eradicated war and stuff. And uh, and James T. Kirk is played by Chris Pine. Uh, I want it to be... I want Chris Pine. I want Billy, old, Billy Shatner out there. Oh, Billy Shatner. And I want the... Didn't he share the first on-air interracial kiss? I don't know if it's necessarily the first, but it is a very early one. Go, um, go Star Trek. I know... Yeah, and people, a lot of people overreacted, but they... Of course they, they did. Well, they tried to get away with it by being like, well, this is happening because they're being forced to by these aliens. It's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Oh. Uh, but it still got, the episode still was banned in certain places like... Um, uh, Redonkulous. You, you know, a place like Mississippi, which you mentioned earlier. They they were like, no, you can't show that. We're if too big. Comes we're, from Mississippi. Don't trust it. We're busy it? trying to skirt these slavery laws by making prisoners farm the land for no money. Comes full circle, baby. Oh, man. So. All right. Well, I think that's about it. I think we've rambled on long enough. Guys, thank you so much for, for stopping in, listening to us. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. You rock. And thank you for supporting us. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram, Paint the Town Dead. It's all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at PTTDPod. And, 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 and you can email us at PTTDPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you can subscribe. Please subscribe to us. Please, anywhere you can rate five stars. Please rate us five stars. Like us, comment on stuff we post, share stuff we post. Anything you do helps us out. And we so greatly appreciate your involvement. Um, we post episodes every Tuesday unless I miss a, a flight and then it'll be a little bit delayed. Or there was some other time. Oh, you got called in to work. Oh yes. I got that called into work. Once. Yes, that did. Unless I get called into work or I miss a flight. There's um, always back episodes. Yeah. You, we've got 44 of them. Some of them might be good. I hope. You know what? We, we gave it all we had at that time and that's what's important. Yeah. So if you could name yourself after a candy... You want that to be your nickname? What would it be? Oh crap! I know that if people chose it for me, they'd name me Andrew Nerds. Oh, that's so. They call funny. me Nerds. So you, I can't. You sprung this on me. I can't. Yeah. Jelly bean. No, nope, it's taken. <laughs> oh crap! Oh. Uh, what? It could even be a food. A food. Ambrosia. Okay. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> um. I don't. That's it. That's all I got. I don't know. We'll call you popcorn. Oh, okay. That's I gross. Know. I don't know. I hate that. What do you mean you hate that? You like popcorn. Yeah, I do like popcorn. We'll call you, um, what am I thinking of? Oh, Parks and Rec where you call somebody Jello. They call um, 
they call Ben Jello Shot. Why? I don't. They just call him that. Uh, John Raphael is like Ben. That's an okay name. That's an okay name. We're gonna call you Jello Shot. <laughs> He's obnoxious. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so you can catch us on Tuesday. Again, thanks again for stopping by. We appreciate it. This has been Jello Shot and Nerds. <laughs> Yay. And we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Bye.